Welcome to the next edition of Morgan Yacht Four Podcast. Uh, we're here to recap Week Four with Zach Tremor again of the Southeast Iowa High School football season. Uh, we're going to start off, uh, you know, just kind of recapping. We both did pretty good. Uh, as we get into this, you'll see you caught me on a couple of the coin flip games. The first week I won those. This week you won those. So we'll see how that goes going uh, forward. Uh, we're just going to start off with, uh, you know, your uh, local team there, Sigourney Kyoto against uh, Van Buren, 48-13. And I think this one was over quick, wasn't it, Zach? Yeah, it, it was 42 nothing after the first quarter. It was kind of Brady Dua kind of went off. I think he had four touchdowns in the first quarter, five for the game or something. I mean, he went wild. And, yeah, it was, a, you know, it was over pretty quick. Solid first quarter kind of sealed the deal, and uh, you know, second, third team played an awful lot in that game. Yeah, so that, that's a good uh, you know game for Sigourney. Get it over with quick. Get your other guys in there. You know, just exactly how you drew it up. If you're Coach Jensen, there. Yeah, it was pretty textbook to say the least. All right, and then you know our our, our second team that we usually talk about, Atumwa, uh did not play, so we'll just skip right over them. And now this one, uh, not necessarily surprised at the score or the result, uh, uh, the score differential, but the actual score I am very surprised of, Grinnell 80, Oskaloosa 32. You know, just uh, just real surprising. Coach uh, Jenkins is a defensive-minded coach, um, and just uh, giving up uh, 80 points has got to hurt him a lot. Yeah, I'm not sure what went on in that game. It sounded like there was some uh... – you know, crazy stuff going on, maybe a couple onside kicks and stuff when they were up really big. And, uh, you know, I don't want to speak out of context. I don't know for sure, but it sounded like Gurnell was upset with Oski from a few years ago. And so they were going to make sure they got even with them. I don't know the details. I just, you know, I heard a few things about that and they kind of kept the horses in, had a running back go for almost 500 yards or something. And that's how you put up 80 points. Yeah, I mean, that, and, and that stuff happens. Uh, high school football comes in cycles. Sometimes you have the great, good, great athletes, and Oskaloosa has had that, and that has dropped off uh, this year, and they might be, uh, you know, getting some payback over these next couple of years if it doesn't turn around for them. Yep. And you can see that on the basketball court this year as well for Oskaloosa. Yep. All right, uh, next game, uh you know, Mid Prairie showing how strong they are in Class Two A. There, fifty-five nothing win over Eddieville Blakesburg. Again, we both had these uh, all first three. You know, kind of blowouts, and, and we picked them. Um, anything there? Uh, Mid, we'll talk about it later in the week. But Mid Prairie, the week here in Southeast Iowa, I think um, we won't really talk about it because it's kind of out of our area. But uh, Mid Prairie looks to be the real deal. Yeah, you know, I thought that was score was a. Lo- I thought Eddieville might play that a little bit closer. I mean, that it's it's starting to shape up as a, a heck of a win for Sigourney Kyoto, actually. And they, you know, they dominated that game against Mid Prairie to the final quarter, and they kind of fell apart and let them back in it. But yeah, I think Mid Prairie's got a solid squad, and uh, I thought maybe Eddieville would be a little more competitive. But I'm not surprised that it was a big win for Mid Prairie. Correct. So that's again, we're both four zero after that one. Next, uh, Pella North Polk. 35-14, I think that one was kind of – they just kind of cruised to an easy win there for the little Dutch there. Yeah, I see Pella kind of putting it on cruise control all the way to the playoffs now and gearing up, and they know where they need to be, and I see them getting quite a few more wins here. Yeah, I think uh, they're going to be a tough out no matter what we said 
uh, what their record is or anything, just like we talked about uh, even after the first couple losses there. And then this one, I, I think this is the surprise of the – well, there might be one more, but the score surprised me a lot in this game. Centerville 45, Albia 7 in a complete blowout. You got picked this one right. I picked this one wrong. Again, I don't know all the details of the game and everything, but that just looking at the score, I would have never thought that was going to be the score. Yeah, I'd say that's the biggest surprise. You know, that you know, I was thinking that or Grinellowski, just the way that kind of panned out. But yeah, for Centerville to pummel them like that, I I don't know. I just figured Albion might be a little bit better than what they were last year, but they've kind of yet to show that. They might be worse. Yeah, it's and that's kind of hard to believe. And I know uh you know, Blake Chance there at quarterback's a really good athlete, and I saw where he went on uh, a basketball visit this weekend and everything. So, you know, he's kind of a all-around athlete, and, you know, you, you feel bad for kids like that. Yeah, they just must not have a whole lot to put around them. I mean, I know they got some basketball players, but that doesn't always, you know, pan over to the yeah, football field. You know, looking forward, I'd like kind of like to do this in basketball too, and we'll talk about Albie a lot in basketball this year. I guarantee that they're going to be – uh, the real deal, I think. Yep. All right, next one, uh, Pella Christian versus I-35. Uh, 21-18 win for Pella Christian. We both got this one right. This one was a lot more than that. Uh, I-35 came back in the fourth quarter to make this a game. Yeah, it was a little closer than I thought. I thought Pella Christian would win by a little bit more, but, you know, they didn't. Pella Christian did get the win, but I thought it'd be a little more commanding than what it was. Yeah, it, it, I think it was 21-6 or something like that going into the fourth quarter, and then uh, I-35 scored a couple of touchdowns late to make it interesting. Good win. All right. And then, yep. And then Washington, uh, 41, Mount Pleasant, 27. And kind of interesting note here, I actually was on CBS Sports' uh, front page there, and if you just scroll down a little bit, there's a, a little bit of highlight here for Washington. You know, their quarterback – he only has one arm, and he scored six touchdowns in this game. Uh, so they're getting kind of some national press there with him. I don't care one arm, no arm, two arms. He's one heck of an athlete. I've seen him since he was in junior high and stuff. Uh, but just another great win for Washington as they continue to roll. Yeah, this is about what I expected. I thought it'd be a you know two or three touchdown game. I mean, I think Washington is clearly the better team, but it's a big rivalry game. And like you said, that quarterback, I think, I don't know what he'll do in college, but it sounds like he's probably a close to a division one talent. I don't know what position he'll play, but uh, he's definitely the real deal. Yeah. I remember watching him, you know, dunk it and, you know, I'm not so sure it wasn't seventh grade. I mean, he's a big kid and, and just never let it hold him back. And that's just great to see out of kids, uh, you know, resilience and just toughness and just, he doesn't care. He's going to make it work and you figure out how to do it. Yep. He is. Um, sounds like he's a great kid too. And he's having a heck of a season. Yeah. It's just, you know, it'll be interesting to see how far they can go and, and how they do the playoffs and everything and, and how they match everything up. All right. And then, you know, this one could go down. You know, we kind of talked about that. Centerville Albia is kind of a surprise. I think this next game was a surprise. Burlington pulls out the win 16-15 over Fairfield here in, in the Southeast Iowa Conference uh, game here. We both picked Fairfield, and, and that was a big surprise, but good for Burlington getting their first win on the year. Yeah, I think. You know, two teams that are really going to struggle this year, and I think Fairfield was able to squeak it out by a point or something, but or Burlington was over Fairfield, excuse me. But, yeah, I just think it's two teams that were, you know, that are struggling, and that was a big opportunity for both. And 
hopefully they can find another winner too, but I think it's going to be tough for both teams. Yeah, absolutely. All right. On to the next one, Davis County against Central Lee. I think we maybe should have just put Central Lee in our group too, because they play, they play someone every week that we are talking about, but a, a good 33, 14 win uh, by the Mustangs. And we both got this one, right? Yeah. Um, kind of just, you know, Central Lee struggling this year. Yeah. It's kind of what I expected. You know, I don't know a lot about them, but it, you know, just from following this, it seems like Davis County, you know, average or a little bit better. And I think Central Lee's kind of down. Yeah, Davis County is going to get, uh, you know, they're three and one on the year. They're feeling pretty good. Uh, we'll see how they are coming up in, in the next few weeks and everything. All right. And then the next one, North Tama 29, North Mahaska 12. This is another one where you got right and I got wrong. Uh, you know, Obviously good for North Tama getting their first win. You don't want to see any team go uh, winless on the year. Uh, but I think uh, if, if I'm North Alaska coaches, that's one maybe I want back. Yeah, you know, and I, like we talked earlier, North Tama's always had pretty solid football. That's kind of why I went with them, the only reason. And I know North Mahaska has struggled big time as of late. So, you know, I'm not surprised at that score. All right, and then uh, moving down to Pekin, uh, Meepo, 20-3 Meepo. Again, not a surprise here. Uh, just kind of workmanlike performance out of Minneapolis. Uh, and Pekin looks to be uh, a team that's going to struggle this year uh, for, for a program that's historically really, really good. Yeah, you know, that was kind of a game that, you know, obviously Sigourney Kyoto people were keeping on an eye on as well because with Pekin coming up. But, yeah, I think that Pekin might be down this year and, I don't, I don't, I'm still questions still out on Meepo. I think, I think they're, they're above average, but I don't know if they're quite to the level they were last year. Yeah. And then the last game here, the game I was, you know, lucky enough to call another uh, great win for the comments of Cardinal 43 to eight over L and M. You know, it was very, you know, that's first quarter was still zero, zero. And then, you know, four touchdowns, 28, uh, nothing at halftime, and then a couple touchdowns pretty quick in the third quarter. Just kind of sealed it up, and then they just cruised to victory over L&M, uh, who's real, got one really good player, uh, but they are struggling on the year, and hopefully they can get a win but so they don't go winless on the year. But a nice, easy win for Cardinal there, 43 days. Yeah, like I said, I think Cardinal was clearly the better team, and I think they're going to, you know, they could battle for, you know, second or third in that division or that district, and who knows if they get hot, you know, they could surprise, you know, I think Sigourney, Meepo and them are kind of the head of the class right now. Yeah. And we'll talk about it on, on Thursday, but uh, Cardinal Meepo this week uh, is looking like a pretty good game. Where's that game at? At Meepo. Yep. That'll be interesting. That's for sure. All right. So let's kind of recap. I went nine and three on the, on the week. I lost Albia. I lost Fairfield and I lost North Mahaska. You went 11-1 and one on the week. Your only loss was Fairfield. Uh, so you gained two games on me. Uh, so that puts our total. Uh, I am 29-9 and nine on the year, and then you are 27-11. and 11. So, you know, after that uh, first week where I had a big four-game lead, you split that in half. That's exactly what you want to do. Just get it in half. And, you know, now, now it's not a big deal. It's just, you know, one or two games a week. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of the times it's only going to be about – you know, two to three games that we're going to differ on. So that's really what it's going to come down to. All right. Anything else? Uh, you know, we've got a, a couple of good games looking forward uh, to this week. So we'll talk again on Thursday. But anything else you want to wrap up, Zach? Nope. I'm just looking forward to watching 
all these teams progress as we move on in district play. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. I want to thank everyone for listening to these podcasts, and especially Zach and I's picks on the week. And if you'd like to make the picks with us, please contact me with your picks via email at morgandyouaskedforpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at RyanMorgan34. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to Morgan You Asked For Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please click the like button. And if you want to hear more from the podcast, please subscribe to the Morgan You Asked For Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.